everyone. Welcome to the Negative Positives Podcast, episode 401. Your host, Mike Gutterman, coming to you from the Gutterman Cave here in Louisville, Kentucky. And this is part of the sort of the relaunch of Negative Positives. And we're in this uh, episode, we're going to have a little uh, little uh, a field report from Mr. Andre Dominguez and Mr. Mike Kukavica, two of uh, everyone's favorite co-captains of this uh, of this podcast. One of the things that we uh, wanted to start doing was, you know, have shorter episodes and, uh, and more quick hitters, I guess. And this one would be a little, maybe a little shorter than a usual episode. And I have no fear. There will be, still be some longer form episodes in the future uh, when we have guests and, and stuff like that. But we wanted to kind of like uh, allow uh, each of the hosts to uh, do like solo shows or combo shows or whatever. And this is just kind of part of some of the ideas that we have about uh, you know trying to uh, let this podcast evolve, evolve naturally, I guess. So, <laughs> but uh, before we get into that, I just wanted to uh, uh, a little a little thing I noticed this weekend. Uh, I had some uh, some in laws in town this weekend uh, for a memorial service for uh, my uh, brother in law's mother, who uh, passed away around Christmas, and they uh, had a little memorial service. Uh, uh, for her this uh, this weekend here in Louisville, Kentucky, and we attended that. And uh, you know, as often in, when you go to these type services, uh, uh, a lot of times you'll see these days like a, a, a TV screen with like you know a bunch of digital images like popping up on the screen of the person uh, throughout their life or whatever. Uh, uh, but there was none such uh, at this particular event. It was just uh, like some bulletin boards up with like actual like good old drugstore like four by six prints and uh i actually found it like way more engaging in a way like it was just really cool to see like these old you know uh drugstore prints and i was actually talking to my sister-in-law about it as we were looking at some of the uh the prints in this uh on these bulletin boards these little memorial sort of prints of of uh of uh, this person's life uh throughout the many phases and, and all that and i was just thinking i made a, a comment to her i was like you know, uh, a lot of people don't even have prints <laughs> of themselves or, uh, you know, uh, it's it, it's becoming a rare thing for people to have like, you know, just prints that they could do something like that with and uh, just kind of a strange thing. And, and then we uh, then started talking about uh, how the fact that we all carry phones in our pockets at all times now. And we so we therefore we always have a camera with us. And strangely, I feel like I shoot less uh, of those snapshot type things than I did back in the film days for some reason. I don't know why. I just, uh, uh, it's, it's odd how, um, maybe, uh, the, the fact that photography and digital photography and, and phones and phone cameras have made photography so easy and accessible that somehow we take it for granted now and in ways, uh, at least for me, seems to cause me to uh, actually shoot less, not more, even though it's, it's more accessible than ever. Very, and almost like it's, it, it, it's almost like not as valuable, it seems, or for some reason. I don't know. Just some, some thoughts I had uh, uh, during this uh, little uh, thing that we uh, we did experienced over this uh, this last weekend here. But uh, so yeah, uh, one other thing that we want to do, and this is probably at, well, there's no probably to it. We're absolutely copying the Sunny 16 Presents feed. Uh, so uh, obviously you can, uh, if you want to do a podcast, you can submit to them and get it on their feed and, and uh, they're very welcoming and they do a great job with that. And, and a lot of people do some really great uh, podcasts over there, like uh, uh, Mr. Billy Sanford for one, uh, the music and photography podcast. And uh, 
and uh, and then there's the Quirky Cameras podcast and all, all that. A lot of uh, cool stuff happening over there on that. But if you happen to be in the negative positive community and you want to uh, do a, a little solo show thing yourself, I would uh, I would put it on here. So uh, if you want to record like a little 15 minute segment talking about anything, much like the call-ins, uh, we can, we're still going to take call-ins, camera views, all that stuff. All, none of that will change. But if you wanted to do your own little episode here on Negative Positives, maybe just talk about how you got into film photography uh, and what you like about it, or maybe something you're, some project that you have going on, or something you want to teach people about that you've learned, uh, I would be open to um, giving you your own special episode uh, if you want to do that as well. So uh, just send me the audio file to negpositives at gmail.com, N-E-G, positives at gmail.com, and I'll make that happen. So kind of open it up the floor for all the co-captains to do special solo shows and 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 as and the listeners as well uh, make this more uh an open forum or as like the camerosity podcast says and an, an open source podcast <laughs> so uh and, and totally totally ripping off uh the sunny 16 presents feed with that uh with that action but uh hey uh you know that that gives me uh more content we can put out there and uh and more maybe more uh um, you know, more uh, often we can put out episodes because, uh, again, uh, we're not really trying to stick to an every two week type uh, release schedule, but we may um, might somewhat stick to it as long as we have content. But uh, uh, but there might be you know times where it goes a little longer between episodes uh, if I don't really have any content or anything to really uh, bring to the table. So just kind of where we're at and uh, hope that you are gonna kind of get a little vibe of what we're what we're doing here and, and where we're going with this thing and uh, as we try things out and see what works and see, uh, throw things at the wall and see what sticks so uh there you go so without further ado let's get to um uh the re- field recordings with uh, mr andre dominguez and mike kukavica uh and uh kook's latest uh, uh visit to california uh for his work and then he meets up with andre and they do all sorts of things they go out on hot dates i mean let's just call it it's a hot date right because uh, we know those two there's there's some romance there so or bromance at least so uh uh let's uh let's find out what happened on the hot date of uh <laughs> andre and kooks uh and this uh, latest uh installment of kooks visits cali cali kooks visits the golden state uh, isn't that what California is called? The Golden State? I think so. But uh, all right. So uh, we're going to take a little break and then we'll come back with uh, the, the first segment from Andre and Kook. So I hope you enjoy. Positives, folks. Uh, Andre and Mike Kukavica, aka Kooks, here, reporting from outside of the Red Room Photo Lab in Van Nuys, California. How you doing, Mike? <laughs> Feeling great, man. Looking forward to seeing these prints. Yep. So, what are we actually picking up today? Uh, I'm doing a print exchange with Julianne Piper, and uh, the, the 
print she wanted to exchange with me or my print is color so i thought i'd try red room out because you you and i visited this place i think maybe in 2021 yep it was a while ago yeah we're talking about wanting to come by and check out their work uh Mm -hmm. and we did and we met a really cool guy named tyler russo uh and blue mustang remember his car oh yeah I've been following him on Instagram since, and that guy is all over the place. All, you know, he was at in the pits at Daytona. He was uh, at the <coughs> Spa 24-hour race, a bunch of uh, DTM races and stuff. So anyway, sorry to get all, um, <laughs> but in the car culture, that guy is is awesome. The well, I, well, he's what you say? He's a well-traveled uh, machine. Definitely. <laughs> I think I think too. Uh, his main camera is a Pentax 645N. Nice. And I working man's camera. Working man's camera. And he puts it to work. But but what was cool is when we were here, we saw a couple of his prints that he yeah. was picking up and then looking at them online. So A, I got a lot of respect for his work, but then also this place. So I thought, well, I need these prints to get done. I gotta do them somewhere. I'm gonna be in California. I'm gonna be around Andre. Van Nuys isn't too far away from Andre, mm-hmm. so let's give him a try. So so not only am I having that print for Julie made, but uh also I had a couple of my um turquoise uh joshua tree print nice that that came out decently so i have a few of those did you have them scan those or did you just send them the scans i scanned them myself okay and i just uploaded them to them because i remember you and i were talking relatively recently about stuff like the loma chromes red scale stuff uh we've been finding that sometimes it's just easier to send it to a lab okay do it yourself did i I actually say that i scanned it myself let me take that back i'm an idiot then sorry (laughs) reason one million five thousand i had the film developed by a lab and scanned by a lab i did some small edits and then i uploaded it actually the way they the red room has you do it they have you uh send them a we transfer and then they go by your email address Got so, it. so it actually, it was a good, good, simple process, you know, no web form to fill out. Uh, I didn't actually have to pay him any money. I just sent them. And actually I asked him for something kind of oddball. Anyhow, I was like, look, I have these two prints. One's four by five in in aspect and one is three by two. I'd like to have them on an eight by 10 piece of paper in the way I would do my darkroom print. So mm-hmm. the four by five with a quarter inch border around the sides and the three by two on eight by 10 paper without changing the aspect ratio with a quarter inch on the top and the bottom and obviously larger on the sides. I said, are you able to do that? And the lady wrote me back and said, oh yeah, no problem. And she sent me um, uh, an example of what it would look like. And I was like, man, that's, that's a, so they're fine art prints, which I don't, I looked, I'm not sure what's the difference, except it's a lot more money. But I thought, what the <laughs> heck? If if, uh, if I can't quite darkroom print it, I want to get it to be as good as I can. Right. So. Which may be changing soon. Uh, I, I in in between the time that I mentioned it before we were recording, and now I actually do uh, remember it. There is a new uh, outfit out here in LA, in kind of like the Echo Park area. That's called Night Shift, or at least their Instagram handle is nightshift.la, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, to you know, Cinestill uh, shooter that is good friends with our head of marketing, and she started up this this little space doing uh, mainly, from what I've seen on their Instagram, uh, color RA4 darkroom stuff. Uh, you can run some time there. I believe that she's going to be running classes soon. So, Kooks and I have been talking about RA4 for a while. It might be something that we we end up doing another one of these field reports at a future date on one of uh 
one of your travels here. So uh, I should be would pretty love cool. To do that. Am I a little embarrassed that you know one of the very well respected labs here, not too far away from me, you're getting it made from them before before I am? Sure, but uh, <laughs> you know we've we've come to learn not to necessarily <laughs> expect uh, speedy. Um, <laughs> from when it's shot to when it's printed, uh, things from, from yours truly. So, uh, yeah, no, really looking forward to getting some eyes on these, on these prints from Mike, uh, which again are going to Julie Piper. Um, I mean, is it fair to say, uh, it's been a while since I've listened to the Gen X photography podcast. Um, is Julie a full-fledged co-host now? I think so. There we go. Well, come we on, I mean... We don't have to call her wife of the podcast. <laughs> but I, I think that Mario may have a hard time getting rid of her. If, if he wanted to, seeing that she's his wife. But I, not that he would. <laughs> don't take that the wrong way. But, like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like she's a fixture. And they, it's a good podcast. They all have, like, Suzanne oh, yeah. and the two, Mario and Julianne, they have a really good... Um, um, and now my words... Rapport, rapport, yeah. Well, definitely. now we gotta get we gotta get Chris on as well, uh, Suzanne's partner. Oh yeah, because he's he's a shooter as well, mainly digital. But it's funny because when I see pictures of the two of them, uh, you know, out traveling or taking photos together, Chris will have his like one digital camera, and Suzanne, I, I saw a picture on her Instagram stories the other day. She had three cameras around her <laughs> neck. She had a TLR, a thirty-five millimeter SLR, and something else. That's <laughs> very commitment. very different uh, loadouts there. But uh, yeah, if if you folks have not yet gotten a chance, please go check out the Gen X Photography Podcast. Uh, Gutterman, you know, says it's the best you know generation ever. Um, <laughs> definitely reflects on the the podcast. It's it's one of the great ones out there. Um, all right, well we're we're just here waiting for these folks to to open up, and then we'll record a few more of these little little things uh, throughout the day as we're you know bouncing around LA. And uh, tomorrow we're actually going to be in Joshua Tree, meeting up with uh, fellow co-host Roxana Angles. In uh, where, where are we going? Um, <laughs> Palm Palm Desert Desert Palm. <laughs> Chattahoochee Chattanooga. <laughs> Chattahoochee Big Chattanooga. Big California. Uh, starting starting out there in um in uh Joshua Tree National Park, and then we'll see where the rest of the day takes us. Alrighty, folks. Uh, signing out for now, and we'll we'll pop in here again in a little bit. Take care. Mr. Kukavika, we are back here. Uh, prints in hand. How do you think they turned out? I think they're beautiful. Yep. I mean, Julianne, you're going to have to be the judge of, of the one that you're <laughs> going to get, if you like it or not. But they did a really nice job. Nice. And so after doing that, we went to a couple of galleries here. Uh, the, oh gosh, Peter... Fetterman. Is a Peter Fetterman uh, Gallery and Rose Gallery here in sort of the rough Santa Monica area overall some really cool stuff a lot of fantastic um landscape stuff mostly or if not all I think all black and white um yeah great great prints uh I think stuff uh, we were we were talking before 
stuff like that simultaneously kind of inspires us and, and really demoralizes us <laughs> when we compare it to our own photography. Uh, but overall, really great places to come and visit. We popped a, a couple Polaroids outside, just taking some interesting little snapshots in the parking lot. And uh, now we're on our way to... The Leica store, <laughs> Los Angeles. Go take a look at some more... Um, some more photographs, a couple of new exhibitions up there, and as well as just fondling some some cameras, mostly digital, but who knows? Maybe if we get lucky, there'll be the new M6 there, or at the very least, you know, some 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 old, dirty MPs and MAs. <laughs> but, but thinking about the gallery just for a second, it, it was cool to see some stuff that was printed by Ansel Adams. Yes, and some Ansel Adams, some yeah. Brett Weston stuff, uh... Those were the only names that I could, you know, clearly recognize. But uh, there was a Sebastian Salgado mm, that that one mm -hmm. that at the end was gorgeous yeah. too, and that, and that thing was huge. Yeah. But it, yeah, it, it was cool to see that, and it was also cool to see the prices that they're asking for some of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> um, but uh, but then the they had like the. They weren't loose prints, but they were like matted prints that they mm -hmm. had that you could kind of shuffle through. Yeah. And there was a guy, it was Penty something, but he had all those animal pictures. Oh, yeah. They saw maybe the first portrait of a swimming frog that yes. I've ever seen <laughs> in the moonlight. Pop popping its head up out of the out of the water. Don't know how the heck this guy got uh, that, that shot, but... And, and especially how to get enough light uh, and not have the frog be blurred. Mm -hmm. you know? so we're focusing on this frog thing but i mean there was what was the other one with the, the dog in the with the manhole cover open partly down the manhole yeah. and another dog looking over at him like, as if like know. one dog's helping pull the other one out of like the open manhole <laughs> cover some really really great uh you know uh, animal portraiture <laughs> animal environmental portraiture I, that and, and that other stuff from france too was, was yeah. pretty nice a lot of like um just really, really beautiful, poignant uh, documentary style portraits of, of people in, yeah. I don't know, what was that, 50s France, something like that? Looked like it. Yeah. By the cars, at least. Mm -hmm. uh, you were Like you were rightly said, you couldn't exactly tell it by the facades of the buildings. It, that could yeah. have been modern, but uh, since it doesn't change, but the cars, the cars and the, and the dress and the a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It was, <laughs> uh, so yeah, not that. Um, we need to probably articulate it this way, but if you've got a gallery in your neighborhood, even if it's not a famous gallery or anything, it's you want to get a little inspired, go take a look. Oh, yeah. I mean, even just kind of, you know, the, the ways and the certain decisions that things are made in terms of uh, framing and exhibiting on the wall, even if you don't necessarily have any plans or desires to submit things to a, a local gallery or exhibition, could even inform how you put pictures up on your own wall at home. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, we're going to go get spoiled with some more uh, awesome photography at the at the Leica Gallery. And then uh, pop over to Sammy's. We'll, we'll join you guys here in a bit. Take care. So this, oh, one last thing before I say bye. Is, <laughs> this is probably going to be another uplifting and depressing thing at the same time. Oh, yes. <laughs> uplifting photographs, depressing price tags. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very much so. All right. Peace out. All right. Take care. Bye-bye.
folks, we just uh, got back from the Leica store and Sammy's. Thankfully, uh, not any lighter in terms of our, <laughs> in terms of our wallets. Just uh, just just browsing, just asking some questions. Uh, what was the 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 coolest thing you you saw at the Leica store, Mike? Uh, the M6. Yeah, it has to be the M6. That, that's a statement, not a question. By the, way. <laughs> the M6. The new M6. Uh, you know, much to the dismay of, of many a Leica aficionado, they did choose to go with the M6 Classic design over the M6 TTL. But you know, nothing's perfect in life, and sometimes you just have to to deal with what they give you. Um, <laughs> but no, it was a really really cool camera. I think both of us can agree that that's. Probably the smoothest feeling, you know, mechanical rangefinder film camera that we've ever handled, especially with that lens, the oh. 50 Sumilux uh, black chrome. Oh. Just, just a beautiful, beautiful work of art. Um, and the articulating <laughs> little uh, lever on the, the film advance mm-hmm. lever. I mean, Some people don't like that. If you, uh, uh, if you weren't aware, like that's actually a, a source of some controversy really? among like the the M6 line, and there are some like kind of special edition M6s that have more of that solid. Um, <laughs> what did they? I can't remember if it was CCR or the Classic Lenses podcast. Uh, they, <laughs> I think it's Johnny Sisson called it the the penis advanced lever. <laughs> if you look at it the right way, you'll see it. Um, Pro tip there for you, for you Leica aficionados. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a really, really cool camera. Um, obviously, you know, it's out of the budget of many, many people at over five grand. But hey, it is cool that they're making it. Um, it was exciting earlier this or last year to receive the news that Pentax is actively trying to bring back a, a camera. Do you remember, Mike, if they mentioned if it was going to be an SLR or... They didn't say, but I, if I remember correctly, they did not say what it was, but the drawings that they showed and like the 3D printed some sort of prototype that they had looked like an SLR. Got it. If I remember correctly. Well, you know, hopefully we'll have another another working man's camera from the, the good folks at Rico Pentax in the not too distant future to compete with the with the new Leica M6. Um, after uh, oh, I, I should also mention uh, for the small small sliver of our audience that is either based in LA or plans to visit LA in the not too distant future. Uh, there are actually a couple of really interesting exhibitions there at the Leica Gallery, which is the upper floor of the, of the store right now, uh, particularly the one on uh, Maggie Stieber, I believe was her, her name. Um, you know, prepare to kind of feel some feels, uh, some, some really powerful, uh, personal, you know, intimate documentary photos of the photographer's mother who struggled with dementia um, in the later years of her life. But yeah, it was uh, it's great to have an opportunity to look at some really powerful photography and feel some things. So. And, and from my point, <laughs> the, the the funny part about it was they had an MA in the uh, like an MA in cabinet and they had like two rolls of Kentmere 100 next to it and in no way am I slagging you know Kentmere film but like they have this you know $4,000 camera and sitting next to it is like 
budget film. Yeah, and I did next to the M the new M6. They actually had a roll of uh, Fuji Provia, and I kind of you know gave the the sales associate a you know a bit of light ribbing, saying like, "Come on, man, Fuji doesn't even care about film." Right, they don't right. even make film anymore. This is not an officially, you know, <laughs> a statement uh, <laughs> representative of Sinistil's views. Just, <laughs> just a, a disclaimer there. Um, I know that. Uh, did you see that video that Lucy uh, Lumen put out recently, or the one about the Michael lenses? No, no, no. Recently, about like, does Fuji even make film anymore? Oh, I didn't see that. There's been a lot of chatter about you know Fuji film and. The community and the industry recently, so uh, I'm, that's all I'm going to say about that for right now. But, but I'm, I'm going to give you some in, inside dope that I'm probably not going to be too much longer before all that stuff is replaced with Cinestill products. I'm just yeah. guessing. I, mean, uh, I don't just, know. I don't know. I don't know what, where you where you got that information, Mike. <laughs> uh, I think that's a that's a blatant rumor, but <laughs> it's a rumor, and you know. But, Opinions are like every other part of somebody's body. Everyone's got them. You know? <laughs> well, you know, if you if you do happen to be in LA or visiting LA in the not too distant future, and you happen to see that those roles of Kent Mir and Fuji have been replaced by Cinestill, I have no idea how they got there. Um, <laughs> right now, uh, we are heading back to Dominguez HQ, uh, chasing the light right now as it as it makes its way down the horizon, trying to take some some final few portraits and then we are headed to um circus liquor to buy a special little something nice bottle of bourbon for a special someone uh and yeah that's all we're we'll say about that for now uh but yeah this has been mike and andre on the negative positives podcast field report edition signing off Take care, everybody. We're back for the final segment, and a huge thanks to Mr. Andre Dominguez and Mr. Mike Kukavica, Kooks, for uh, giving us a little, uh, you know, a little rundown of their hot date. And uh, uh, glad to see that they, uh, they, you know, they went to some galleries, and you know, that's what, yeah, that's what, it's what, uh, what you'll do when uh, young love is going on. You know, you, you go and get cultured and all that stuff, and show each other that you know you are cultured people. And so I thought it was very sweet, but <laughs> but no, thank you so much, uh, you two, you two hooligans, for uh, for submitting it for this episode. Uh, and yes, they did uh, go to Circus Liquors, which is right near, uh, I believe, where Andre's abode is, his living quarters. And uh, next thing I know, uh, I don't know, uh, a week or so ago, I got this gigantic box in the mail. And it must have had about, I don't know, 50 pounds of bubble wrap in it. <laughs> so I opened this box, unbubble wrap, unbubble wrap, unbubble wrap, unbubble wrap. And lo and behold, in the middle of all the bub- bubble wrap is a... <laughs> a nice bottle of Woodford Reserve uh, bourbon, Kentucky bourbon uh, in there that's sent from uh, Kooks and Andre. And uh, thanks, guys, so much for that. It was an actual special edition bottle, uh, bottled uh, specifically for Circus Liquor. 
that is uh, near Andre's uh, abode, his uh, his uh, his his living quarters in there in in, in Los Angeles. And uh, so it was very cool, very cool to get that. And, uh, uh, you know, it's, I'm not the only one that's bootlegged some liquor through the U.S. Postal Service, I guess. So so Kooks now joins that elite club of uh, being on some watch list, I guess, baby. So, <laughs> But Kooks did actually include a note here. He says, Dear Mike, congratulations on 400 episodes of NPP. Please accept this gift from Andre and I as a way of saying thank you and we love you. Take care, my friend. Mike Kooks and Andre. Well, thank you so much, you you, uh, you, you, you two uh, rabble-rousers. Ra- rabble and uh, it, it also in there was a couple of uh, uh, limited edition originals. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kook Polaroids. Kooks Polaroids. Uh, included in there and uh, one was a, a picture of the neon sign at night Polaroid of the circus liquor neon sign and let me tell you man uh, that clown uh, if you're scared of clowns you would probably never go to this place it's a pretty creepy looking insane looking clown <laughs> for that neon sign for the circus uh, the famous circus liquor neon sign uh, nice Polaroid there and then uh, Kooks also included another Polaroid little portrait of our very own Mr. Andre Dominguez smiling to the camera looking dapper and uh, holding his roly flex uh, camera there. So uh, uh, thanks, my uh, uh, Kooks and Andre for uh, just a really nice gift, man. Y'all didn't have to do that. Yeah, you're, you're supposed to celebrate the 400th episode with me. You're part of it. But uh, there you go. But uh, they're, just, they're just cool like that. Uh, all right. I have a lot of shout outs to get out of here because, uh, you know, we didn't do an episode for a while and I kind of like swimming. I'm way behind on a lot of things. So uh, uh, let me get some of these out of the way here. I got a uh, postcard, or like a Christmas card, and a calendar in the mail from none other than Mr. Tony Skokovic, who is JunctionRails.ca on uh, the on the interwebs. Uh, he, uh, Tony is from Toronto, and uh, we've had him on the podcast in the past. And he, as uh, uh, I think this is the third, maybe fourth year, at least third, that he sent me a calendar uh, of his work. So we have lived with Tony's work on our kitchen wall. Uh, for the last at least three, maybe four years now, and uh, I always look forward to it. Like it's, it's. I don't have to buy a calendar. Tony sends me one, <laughs> and he does great photography. So we get to look at great photography all year long, and like old people get to write all of our uh, our uh, medical appointments uh, <laughs> on on the calendar that Tony sends me. Uh, Tony, if you remember the episode he was on, has been doing this Holmes project, which Holmes is the uh, the little cheat uh, to remember the all the Great Lakes, uh, Huron, Ontario, Michigan, Erie, and Superior, the Great Lakes here. Uh, and uh, so he's been doing a lot of documenting of the, uh, the banks, the muddy banks of the Great Lakes. And uh, so he sends this, this calendar. It's like part of the next, uh, next uh, iteration. Iteration, there it is, iteration of his Holmes project. But let's see what the Christmas card says here. It says, Mike, your product, your podcast work has been an inspiration and reprieve during this busy year. So thank you for continue, continuing to do this for all of us. This year's cal- calendar is the next, there's the word again, iteration <laughs> of my Holmes project. A bit of multi-exposure experimentation, a mix of film and digital. I hope you like it and find some use for it. Most of all, I wish you and your family a peaceful and joy-filled Christmas and the best and happiest 
uh, in the new year, 2023, Tony. Well, thank you, Tony. And yes, that calendar is, like I said, on our kitchen wall right now with all our dentist and doctor appointments. <laughs> so it's very cool. This one, the last couple of calendars he sent me was all like black and white work, but this one's uh, a lot of color stuff going on and a lot of uh, um, like definitely uh, multi-exposures and like did some real good multi-exposures in it. So um, I don't know if Tony sells those cam uh, those calendars, but you should get you one. Uh, I know we're three months into the year, but hey, you still got doctor's appointments to keep track of, right? So, <laughs> but thank you so much, Tony, man. It's uh, always a pleasure and uh, to live with your photography for yet another year. It's going to make 2023, I'm sure, a banger, as the kids uh, call it, right? Kids say banger these days. I don't know. But <laughs> uh, speaking of Christmas cards, I did get one from Mr. Alessandro Kanakia. Uh, has a nice uh, Instax print uh, on the front cover of the of the of the Christmas card with a, a photo of well his cat. Uh, I'm not gonna make any crude jokes there, but uh, may your joy be big and your bills be small, Alessandro. <laughs> Thank you, Alessandro. That's how far behind I am, folks. I have Christmas cards I haven't even addressed. So. Um, Next up, I got a Christmas card from Mr. Kevin Lane from the Uncle Jonesy's Cameras podcast. And they've uh, recently kind of uh, been putting out some episodes again. So it's good to hear from, from those guys again, uh, 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 Kevin and Wayne Setzer over there at the uh, Uncle Jonesy's Cameras podcast. Uh, again, a little Christmas card here. It says, Dear Mike and Manette, may the blessings of Christmas strengthen your heart and warm your home with faith, hope, and love. And then Kevin writes, Debbie and... Uh, uh, Debbie and I wish for you the merriest of Christmases, the happiest of New Year's, and above all, peace and love. Kevin and Debbie. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Kevin Lane. He even includes a uh, a, um, a postcard print here um, from his uh, trip to Canada, Canukia. Um, and it's like a restaurant um, in Quebec City. Uh, nice little uh, uh, black and white uh, darkroom print on one of those Ilford postcards and uh, of a restaurant there in, in Quebec. Um, and nice little Christmas lights outside of it. Uh, very, very cool. Thank you so much, Kevin Lane. Uh, next up, we have, uh, I got a Christmas card from uh, Angela Solis. Uh, she's kind of been uh, like taking a social media break, I believe. So we haven't heard a whole lot from her recently, but it's nice to get a little update from her. She sent me a nice uh, long letter kind of telling what her and her family have been up to over the 2022 year. And uh, I wish her and uh, uh, her partner, uh, Kelvin, uh, the best uh, in 2023. Uh, she sends a card that says, Dear Mike, Andre, Roxana, and Jess, may your holidays be filled with joy and wonder of Christmas. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. All the best in 2023. And sorry, we've been missing in action, Angela and Kelvin. Well, thank you so much, Angela, for the uh, Christmas card. And good to know that you're still, um, still, uh, still out there. <laughs> uh, all right. And then I got, uh, just uh, not too long ago, got a little... Uh, a postcard from uh, Mark Fole, and he says, "Dear Mike and Gang, just a postcard, uh, one from a uh, uh, see one from a print exchange on APUG Photo uh, Photrio, um, and uh, let's see." And then he says, "Damn, my, my damn pen quit because like <laughs> his, his ink starts getting uh, fading out there." <laughs> uh, all right, that's from Mark Fole, and um, uh, yeah, it's a nice little uh, black and white print of uh, like it looks like a. a a house almost like some farm like almost like a farmhouse um and uh yeah just uh, some trees and a, a nice uh, nice uh, nice little print here so thank you mark foe for the uh postcard there and um let's see what else did i get here oh this one is <laughs> this one's one for the books uh mr eric eric hartke he's a canadian canuckian and he sends me uh, something that really, uh, I, I, I don't know if anything could encapsulate me, uh, maybe more than this, but uh, a little um, uh, limited edition 
Mr. Pib Ford F100 truck. Uh, it's in a, it's in, a, in this package, uh, a 1956 Ford F100 truck. It's a little, you know, like a little, not, not a little bigger than a Hot Wheel uh, or a Matchbox car or whatever. Um, a 164th scale truck. <laughs> and it, on the side is an advertisement, and on the hood is an advertisement that says, Drink Mr. Pib. Um, it goes down good. <laughs> and so here's a Ford pickup truck uh, with Mr. Pib advertisements on it. So, I mean, that is, that is pretty much me in a nutshell. Because as far as soft drinks, that's my favorite soft drink, and everyone should know by now that Mr. Pibb is the uh, the superior soft drink to Dr. Pepper. It is kind of in that same flavor family. Um, the difference is that you know Dr. Pepper is kind of a square doctor guy. You know, he just uh, goes and you know he just uh, you know it's, it's, yeah, you, yeah you're just a real square. You know, and but Mr. Pibb. He goes uh, and he steals like Dr. Pepper's BMW, and then he he uh, uh, drives downtown with the stolen uh, BMW that he stole from Dr. Pepper, and then he and then he picks up the ladies. That's what uh, that's what Mr. Pib does. He's a real cool guy, you know. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, man, thank you so much, uh, uh, Eric Harkey, for this. I, I couldn't believe it. The fact that you found a, a Ford pickup truck with uh, with Mr. Pib advertisements on it is pretty pretty impressive. <laughs> And uh, I think the only thing that might might fit me more is a Ford pickup truck with a Miller Lite uh, advertisements on it. So, <laughs> but uh, very cool. Uh, all right, I think that's most of the mail that I've gotten in. Um, I do want to give a couple of shout outs for some uh, YouTube channels. Uh, Jim Melcher, uh, he's been in our community for quite quite a while. He's doing a, a good YouTube channel. He's uh, uh, doing a whole series on black and white film development tips. And I got to admit, uh, watching it, uh, you know, his process, everybody's process is a little bit different when you develop black and white film. And he uh, he has some things that made me think about a little bit how I do my process. So uh, definitely check out Jim Melcher on YouTube. He's got a whole series of black and white film development tri- uh, tips. And then, um, of course, uh, I've mentioned many times here, Jamie, Jamie Maldonado, uh, he's got uh, several uh, videos out. And he's been using my music quite a bit, and I appreciate that. Uh, how to build a photo, 104 portrait sessions in a year, which I think is what he ended up doing last year. It's amazing. Um, so, yeah, very, very cool there. Um, and then let's see here. Um, Billy Sanford, Music and Photography Podcast. Billy's keeping that going. He's been putting out several episodes recently. I know there was one with Penny Ferris, uh, who's big on our Facebook group. And um, he even had one with his nephew. And I think he just one had one just come out this week. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. But uh, uh, Billy's still doing a fine job over there at the Music and Photography Podcast. Uh, Mr. Theo Panagopoulos from Camerosity Podcast has his own, um, his own blogcast, Photo Thinking, uh, from this photothinking.com website. He's talking about the Miranda Auto automex 3 um and then uh benjamin crone uh, has a, a youtube channel called construction syndrome and uh you should check that out he's like showing some of his photography and uh has actually incorporated a little video here recently as well and uh so and, and then another person in our uh, community that's been in our community for quite a while mr chris o'connell uh who is into cycling and photography he has a youtube channel uh chris o'connell and it's uh, cycling and photography, and he's started to put out some videos. So something that you might want to check out if you're into photography, and particularly if you're into photography and cycling. So uh, and Chris has used some of my music as well. So thank you, Chris, and uh, definitely check out that new YouTube channel that's out there, hot off the presses. And um, let's see, uh, this one actually I feel a little bit bad about uh, Molly Kate, uh, who's known as Eclectochrome on YouTube. Um, 
I didn't realize this, but like some somehow, some way, like uh, quite a while ago, she used uh, one of my songs in one of her YouTube uh, videos, the, the Sunny 16 Cheat Sheet, I think is what the title of that video was. Uh, and now I, I, I wasn't even following her. I thought I was, and, I, I, and now I am. I'm now following her, and you should all follow Molly Kate Eclectochrome on YouTube. Uh, that's E-C-L-E-C-T-A, Chrome, uh, on YouTube. And, uh, yeah, she does great work. And uh, another great uh, photography, film photography-dominated uh, uh, YouTube channel. And uh, I'm so glad that I... Uh, I don't know how I missed it all this time, but now I'm I'm subscribed, Molly, and I'm following you and watching all your videos now. So uh, uh, definitely check that one out if you haven't already. Um, lastly, uh, Classic Camera Revival, episode 146. Um, I think the guest was James Lane. Um, uh, Alex ended the ended the episode with uh, one of my songs, and that really made my day. I was just listening to Classic Camera Revival as I always do, and at the end of the program, one of my songs pops up, and uh, well, that was really uh, really uh, really made my day, and uh, so that was that was exciting. It really pumped pumped me up. So um, uh, let's see here. Do I have anything else? So that's, I've got some call-ins and emails and stuff to get to. And um, uh, but I'm going to save those to when I have the uh, the, the the gang on uh, for more of a, a, a so we can more discuss those emails and call-ins and all that. But I just wanted to get some of those uh, other uh, shout-outs that I need to get out of the way. Uh, last thing is uh, we do have some coffee donations. We got two that I need to uh, give a shout out to Mr. Nigel Cliff, who's been probably our, our biggest supporter through the coffee account, and uh, we love Nigel. And I've said it a million times, Nigel, you know we love you. Nigel Cliff uh, gave us a little donation. Says, "Hey Mike, uh, hope you all have a good Christmas." And here's a little pressy, I guess like present. But they call it, is that something what the Brits call presents? Pressy. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. Never heard that one before, but it's new on me. And then next up, uh, we have a. Um, a, uh, a, a coffee donation from Mr. Nick Marshall. And uh, I've talked to Nick quite a bit. I remember when on the, the Clubhouse app, when the Clubhouse app was a really big thing. Uh, but I need to get Nick on the show at some point. And uh, I'm sure I've promised him that a million times. But uh, uh, he sends a coffee donation. He says, Happy New Year, negative positives. Thank you, Nick, uh, for your support. And uh, uh, very much appreciated. Uh, let's see here. Uh, lastly, um, I'm going to get out of here and we're going to have some listener interaction. Uh, listener music, a listener music track. Yeah, so I like to end these things with a listener music track. I got a couple left. This time we're going to play a track from Mr. Chris O'Connell, who was on this episode, uh, I don't know, a couple months ago, I guess. Uh, this song is going to be from his band, Those Amongst Us Are Wolves. Those Amongst Us Are Wolves is the band name. Uh, Chris O'Connell was uh, one of the musicians in this band. This is definitely a, more of a post rock kind of thing. And uh, a malfunction, a glitch, an error is the name of this track and uh, from Chris O'Connell's band Those Amongst Us Are Wolves and we will hear that track after I get out the uh, the uh, social information here and, uh, and that'll close out the, the program the episode for this uh, this this edition of Negative Positive so uh, alright folks thanks so much for listening and uh, we will talk soon I'm sure uh, you can see me on Instagram at guttermanphoto. You can email this program, negpositives at gmail.com, negpositives at gmail.com. Um, let's see. You can join our Facebook group, the Negative Positives Film Photo Podcast Facebook group. And let's uh, also, uh, we have an Instagram account. It is Negative Positives on Instagram. And Mike Kugavica, Kooks, has done a fine job of... Um, uh, going through and trying to uh, kind of repost uh, people in our community that use the hashtag negative positives. So he's been doing uh, kind of taking over that for us and I uh, appreciate Kook's effort there. And uh, 
So if you submit photos on Instagram, think about using the hashtag negative positives and uh, maybe Kooks will uh, see it and highlight it for us all to check out. You can support this program on coffee. It is ko-fi.com slash negative positives. And you can get my music on Bandcamp. That is mikegutterman.bandcamp.com. All right, folks, uh, everybody have a, a good time until we see you next. Uh, be safe, be healthy, and uh, we will talk soon. And uh, we will hear Chris O'Connell's band, Those Amongst Us Are Wolves, right now. Uh, everybody stay positive and shoot some cool film photos.
A Gutter Man Cave Production! <laughs> <laughs>